something extra from the wrestling podcast about nothing with Mike Crockett and the Kingpin, Brian Malonis. Yes, it is something extra. Bonus audio for episode 32 of the wrestling podcast about nothing. Mike Crockett here along with the Kingpin. And Brian, the vote is in. Everyone voted on Twitter at the WPAN. And the winning topic is all-time favorite tag teams. I like it. I think this is a uh, – we haven't talked about tag teams too much. So the question is, do I do I go with uh, two out of the three, I guess, WWE tag team championships are, are held by uh, longtime close personal friends of ours, Michael. So Yes, I was going to say that. On the heels of uh, NXT TakeOver Toronto, which is that uh, – Amazing two out of three falls match with the Revival and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, of course, uh, DIY. Um, yeah, everyone's talking tag team wrestling these days. And that tag team match, I think you would say, Brian, that that was kind of like almost a Southern style tag team match, wouldn't you say? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I, no, I wouldn't say that at all. What do you mean? Old school <laughs> tag team spots, blind tag, a whole deal. What are you trying to do here? What do you? What do you? Don't you belong on booking the territory? Speaking of which, I tried to get Mike Mills here on the show because you kind of called him out. And you kind of gave him a little flack on episode thirty-two. Go back and listen to that if you haven't already. <laughs> uh, regarding you know the Midnight Express, the Rock and Roll Express, the Southern Tag Teams, you said you would not be picking a tag team from the South from the eighties as your all-time favorite tag team. That's you know I'm, I'm going to leave Mike Mills alone right now. Somebody better check in on Mike Mills, actually. He's probably been in full celebration mode uh, since about, you know, 10 past 11 on Monday night, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> as, as I mentioned, we couldn't get uh, Mike Mills to be part of the uh, something extra this week. But, Brian, but we have a voicemail. Oh. Uh, I mean, we can't save this one for next week. So let's uh, play this one right now for you. Crockett and Malonis, it's Mike Mills, Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. I hear Malonis has a bug, uh, or, or uh, uh, he wants to pick with me about the Rock and Roll Express and all the great Southern wrestling tag teams that have existed well before their WWE uh, tag team division was anything of substantial. Uh, heck, I can't even get it out. I'm so flustered right now. Anyway, so Crockett seems to think, or, or Malonis seems to think, that the Rock and Roll Express aren't like a good tag team. Well, if that's the case, why in the hell did Vince have to just basically rip off their gimmick with the Rockers, okay, for one? And then he does the same with Demolition. And that's no shade against the Rockers and Demolition, you know, which he stole from from the Legion of Doom and, and the Road Warriors. But my point is, don't, don't ever compare Northeastern and New York tag team wrestling as far as Vince and the WWE goes to good old Southern wrestling and the NWA. It's just, it, the two don't equate. And I'm not trying to knock Northeast guys, okay? Because we know, heck, one of the greatest wrestlers today, Sasha Banks, is from the Northeast. You got people <laughs> like Donovan Dijak and Warbeard Hanson and all of Melodis and yours great friends up there. But hey, the thing is, don't disrespect the Rock and Roll Express. Come on, Malonis. And if you ever do a top tag team like we do when we do our top five, if you ever do it, and you don't have the Rock and Roll Express or the Midnight Express on there, please, just don't even do it and just skip that episode. Anyway, guys, love what you're doing. Keep it up, and I'll catch you next time. All right, Brian, 
You put the wow. call out. You you gave Mike Mills the business, and he's giving it right back to you. Don't even bother if you're not gonna have the Rock and Rolls of the Midnights as one of your top tag teams. I never. I mean, I never said that they weren't good or whatever. Of course they're good. I'm, I'd be a moron to sit here and try to argue that they're not good. But I, I growing up, I, I I had very little exposure to these guys. I, I wasn't exposed to uh, regional Southern wrestling promotions. You know. <laughs> yeah, understood. I mean, and the revival, I think, has has said that the uh, you know the heel tag team stuff. That's all Midnight Express right there, Brian. Yeah, no, the Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express are tremendous. But for me personally, when we do these things of like favorite things or, or list or things like that, I'm basing this. I try not to base it on like thirty something year old guy who's been wrestling for fifteen years. I'm I'm trying to think of ten year old Brian Malonis, the ten year old Kingpin, the Prince Pin, if you will. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna give you a second just to sit there and ponder. Maybe Mike Mills swayed you a little bit. And maybe you'll change your picks for your all-time favorite tag team. I'll give you a second just to stew on that. Uh, I don't, I'm, Mike, I don't need a second. Come on. Well, well, I'm going to give mine first because <laughs> right. I, I learned my lesson from last time. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite tag team, I mean, you talked about the 10-year-old Brian Malonis. The 13-year-old Mike Crockett had a poster on his wall of a tag team, uh, a tag team you probably wouldn't think of. I'm going to say the Hart Foundation. And this is not the faction of the Attitude Era. This is Brett the Hitman Hart, Jim the Anvil Neidhart. When I was just fully becoming a big-time wrestling fan, I started watching around uh, WrestleMania 4, and that was when uh, Bret Hart was a co-winner of the Battle Royal that year. And the Hart Foundation reformed soon after that, and they had a babyface run, and of course... I love all the baby faces, the Hulk Hogan's and the, all the Ultimate Warriors and all of them. So the Hart Foundation was like my tag team. And that was kind of, I really liked the dynamic between the two. You had the, you know, the technician and you had the bruiser. You know, you had the straight-laced guy talking straight to the camera. And then you had the guy pulling on the long beard and laughing maniacally. That juxtaposition of those two guys, I think, worked really well together. And they had some great matches, too. So for me, I would say the Hart Foundation... Growing up, that was a tag team that I really liked. And Mike Mills' point almost, the Rockers. The Rockers, if you, if you go back and look at the Rockers, I mean, they were a small team among giants mostly. And the way these two, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, would bump for these big guys like the Twin Towers and friggin' uh, Haku and Andre the Giant, all this stuff. I mean, they were just amazing the way they made these other teams look. Uh, I mean, they didn't get all the accolades themselves just because they were doing such a good job of getting these these heel tag teams over. But uh, the Rockers, I would like to say as well, I mean, much probably to Mike Mills' chagrin. Mike Mills has something against Shawn Michaels, which I'm not quite sure I understand. But uh, anyway, okay, Brian, the 10-year-old Prince Pin. Who was his <laughs> favorite tag team? Well, my, my favorite tag team of all time, Michael is the Orient Express. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm Wait, kidding, was the, the, the version with Sato or the version with Kato? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I, I tell you what, uh, them and the Beverly Brothers have, have some of the best entrance music uh, in, in uh, WWF history, if you ask me. But no, my favorite tag team of all time uh, is Demolition. How could it not be? Look at Demolition. Come on. The, the mask, the spikes, the paint. Uh, what are you talking about those rip-offs? Oh, come on. Mike Mills is just talking about them. Oh, uh, come on. Mike Mills doesn't know what he's talking about when it comes to pro wrestling and sports entertainment. He knows wrestling. 
Oh, he doesn't my know God. sports entertainment. Come on, the demolition music video, Rick Derringer, here comes the axe, here comes the smasher. Come on. How could you not love demolition? I remember as a kid, as a kid, I had the I didn't have demolition because I didn't make demolition action figures, or at least not till I think maybe like the uh the 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 famed the black cards. Well, I think didn't they make like the famed black card series, or at least Axe did? Oh yeah, I think I think yeah. They were like only available by mail order, so right. basically they became very valuable after the fact. So I so I had a I had a duplicate Brutus the Barber beefcake, or not Brutus the Barber beefcake, just Brutus beefcake, uh, and I painted his face with a pen. Uh, and I had another Hulk Hogan that I that I doubled. Uh, also, this this uh, Hulk Hogan LJN doubled as the Ultimate Warrior and uh, one of Demolition. And then I also <laughs> painted Mister Fuji's face. Paint when I say paint, I mean I just took a pen and. Uh, yeah. And colored these uh, action figures, but Demolition is my favorite tag team of all time. As as a kid, grow like really even guess maybe a little pre Demolition. Um, another favorite of mine would have been a big rival of your favorite, the British Bulldogs, and, and the wars that they had with the Hart Foundation and uh, Matilda chasing down Jimmy Hart. Right, um, just tremendous stuff. Uh, tag team wrestling uh, in the WWF in the eighties was at its pinnacle. Um, it seems to be making a bit of a comeback right now, which I think is a good thing. Okay, what's your favorite Southern tag team? My favorite Southern tag team? Out of, probably the Road Warriors, I guess. Oh, God, they're from Chicago. Come on. Well, that, but they made their name in the South. <laughs> well, they made the AWA as well, and, you know, they were all over the place. I don't, I don't know what you're looking for me. Do you want me to say do, uh, the Midnight Express? There, there, there you, you go. go. Yeah, you Mike Mills, we got him. Yeah, we won him over. I don't hate the Midnight Express and Rock and Roll Express. I'm just saying that Northeast Wrestling, WWF, you know, the the the, the brand that survived is just better. That's all. I'm not saying that the other stuff is bad. I'm just saying it's WWF is better. All right. Well, I just hope that when the tag teams like the Revival and DIY make their way to the main roster, that they're able to put on these matches with the false tags with the blind tags that kind of stuff that doesn't seem to be prevalent in today's main roster tag team bouts but but i mean also right now i mean i mean maybe the the matches are a little you know not quite where the you know those the revival and diy matches are but the fact that the that the new day is one of the top you know money makers at the top of the wwf you know roster right now the fact that they sold the more the most merchandise Last year at WrestleMania, over over anybody, I think speaks volumes to the potential of tag teams. Yes, and I think tag team wrestling, as you mentioned, uh, it's pretty healthy. Which just a few years ago, you couldn't say that. So tag teams are on the way back. They're here to stay, and we'll be back on Monday with a new episode of the Wrestling Podcast about nothing. For more wrestling podcast about nothing, search for us wherever you get your podcasts or find all the episodes at bdaradio.com.